0: You're listening to Comedy Central. Please welcome Bob Woodward. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here. Can I just tell you, one of my favorite experiences was I was doing shows in Washington, D.C., and I, I went to eat at a restaurant and you were eating at the same restaurant and you, you got up to wa- you were just leaving the restaurant, I guess, but it felt like everyone in DC like turns to look at you like, that's the guy who could write about us and end our careers.
1: <laughs> you, you I remember written... that night, my fly was down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, cause I was looking at your eyes, Bob. <laughs> you have written about nine presidents. It feels like for a long time, people always regarded you as Bob Woodward, the journalist who is impartial, he writes the story as it is. I mean, you wrote about Nixon as well. You wrote about nine presidents. This book feels different though. It still feels like you're impartial, but it feels, it feels like it really, really condemns President Trump.
1: Because of the evidence, time and time again. <laughs> uh, if, 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 if you look, uh, For for a summary, it's a war on truth, and he's making all these decisions in foreign policy, in the economy, and it's not based on facts. And so I, I think we're really... I think this is a pivot moment. Right. And the country needs to come to grips with what's going on, and there are going to be investigations going on for years, probably. But here you have a situation where the president, people who work for him have to take papers off his desk in order to prevent him from beginning a catastrophe, like there was an order about a trade agreement in South uh, Korea, and you think, oh, that's just a trade agreement, but it's a part of an alliance with South Korea. Right. uh, Where we have... 28,000 of our troops there. We have top secret special access intelligence programs that allow us to detect a North Korean missile launch in seven seconds, and Trump wants to begin that process. And Gary Cohen, his top economic aide says, I have to take that in order to prevent a calamity. Now, I've done this for 47 years and I've never seen people who felt there was such an emergency.
0: This is this is an interesting idea. A president who has people around him who publicly defend him but then privately seem to lambast his every single move because this book is not written as an observation. You spoke to people who work in the White House, who work for the president. You have notes, you have tape recordings. I'm I'm Constantly amazed, and, and, and I struggle to understand the fact that these people work for him, and they all seem to know that the emperor has no clothes, but they tell us that he's wearing Versace. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. And what you find, because I have the time to really develop relationships of trust with people who are there, is the more they know, the closer they are to Trump, the more they are on the verge of having a cardiac arrest because of what wow. he does and what he does not know. And he will get locked into these ideas. Oh, like NATO, that security agreement that has kept the peace for 70 years. Right. He said, oh, we're wasting our money. We're suckers for doing this. And finally, I mean, I I never thought this would happen. The secretary of defense has to tell the president, oh, we're doing these things to prevent World War III. Job one for a president, prevent World War III, right? (laughs) Just, Just to put it in context, can you imagine Dick Cheney when he was secretary of defense to Bush Senior, having to tell him, oh, by the way, this is all designed to prevent World War III. Inconceivable. When it I- It
0: seems like the very basic understandings of the presidency and what's happening in the country are things that Trump doesn't grasp. But there's always something that people bring up, and that is they say, this is just like Nixon now. You know, ab- apart from his knowledge, they're saying like, oh, the, the shady dealer, this is just like Nixon. You actually wrote about Nixon. You are, in many ways, part of the reason that Nixon got into the trouble that he got into. Now, do you think this is similar to Richard Nixon?
1: We're gonna find out. And it all depends on the quality of evidence. And there's a lot of aroma, there are lots of things going on, as you're rightly pointing out. Wait a minute, these are violations of the law. Right. When does it get so serious that the Republicans will wake up. That's the question. And they now are the enablers of Trump in all of this stuff. And you get to them privately and you say, what do you think? And they say, my head hurts so hard. Tough. We, we are, you know, this, this. Look, I mean, just take uh, in the book, John Dowd, who was uh, Trump's Trump's personal attorney attorney in the Mueller investigation, worked with him for eight months closely, big supporter, and said, okay, you're going to have to testify to the special counsel, Mueller. And uh, Trump says, okay, uh, I can do that, no problem. So they do a practice session, and Trump starts making up things, lying, blows up, and. In the practice session. In the practice session, and this is his lawyer, said, so you can't testify. If you testify, you will perjure yourself and you'll wind up in an orange jumpsuit <laughs> like the one you picture <laughs> Trump in. Right. And, uh, and then he finally uh, concludes that Trump is an effing liar. I know you're not supposed to say that word oh, on you, the air. you, you can say oh, it, yeah. Can. Okay. You can say
0: it, yeah. I mean, um, okay. Here's something that you might be able to help me understand because what, what, I, what I loved about this book is that honestly, it's a retelling of a story. I don't feel your personal attachment to it. It is, it is a complete factual telling of a story and interviews that you have with people. But from your personal perspective, from the interactions you've had, with some of the people who work with Trump, wh- why don't they just move on? They have Pence. What, what, is the, what is the end game for them? What do they hope will happen?
1: Uh, it's survival. And imagine, where, I mean, Meryl Streep, the actress, great actress, said just recently, imagine what Donald Trump's 3 a.m. is like. Just think of that. He gets up and he tweets, you look at, uh, this morning he was tweeting from 7 to 10 or 11, and all about uh, taking defensive positions on right. all of this. You know, you know, one of the things from doing Nine Presidents, you, you come to the moment when somebody asks you, well, what's the job of the president? And my definition of the job of the president is to figure out the next stage of good, for a majority of people in the country. Win a war, fix the economy. We could put a board up here and we would come up with a list, not for the base or one party or interest groups. You know, there really is a next stage of good for this country. Right. As best I can tell in Trump's world and presidency, that never comes up. It is not addressed. It's all about the moment of, you know, you saw that 20 minute Oval Office. Right, right. I mean, it's all about Trump and his emotions, his impulses. I mean, he got to the point of saying, well, I'll close down the government and be proud of it. Right. That will be a good thing. Well, come on. I mean, he's, he's, I mean, imagine the head of GM saying that. Oh, we'll close down all the plants, <laughs> and I'll take and, and I'll be proud of it. So then, do you so, think? Do you think if
0: you just look at this on yeah. the face of it, one thing we've always said is he has earned the nickname the Teflon Don. It seems like nothing sticks to Donald Trump. Do you think there's a world where Cohen goes down, Flynn goes down, Manafort goes down, Papadopoulos goes down, everybody around him goes down, and he miraculously comes out unscathed?
1: Uh, we don't know, but the having Cohen, the personal lawyer, for ten years, we know Cohen taped all kinds of things in the right. Nixon case. It was thousands of hours of tapes. I don't think those exist. But if there's one witness you want, it's the president's lawyer, because you see, in when uh, Trump was in New York real estate, real estate they. Uh, people would do deals with him. Right. And, and they called it the Donald Risk, taking any arrangement with him. And what they made sure they did is they would structure the deal so he couldn't get his hand hands on the cash flow, wow. on the money, because he would just take it out, and they would try to prevent that from happening. So the operation Uh, uh, saddest moment in journalism, in American politics of the last decade is we did not get his tax returns. We should know his tax returns. If anyone out there has them, please let me know.
0: (laughs) Really. (laughs) Oh, man. Thank you so much for being on the show. The book is phenomenal. A true legend. Bob Woodward, everybody. Fear is available now.